Welcome to The Little Guys, a show dedicated to exploring the craft of independent artists of any medium. I'm your host, Joshua Wade Freeman. This episode, I'm joined by Liam Burns, a musician based in Georgia. Stick around for the break to hear his song, Rip. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll talk about um, the EP you released. Um, not too long ago in a second, but before we get into, before we get into that, um, what made you want to do, uh, music instead of like another art form? Well, ever since I was like young, I was pretty, pretty much been into music. Like I grew up on dance, dance revolution and guitar hero. And it was always just something I really resonated with instead of like some other type of art form. And it's been in my life forever, pretty much. So the fact that I'm like starting to really get kicking in the gear, it's a nice warm like experience. Yeah. Um, how long have you been uh, making music? Um, well, I've been making music since around like 2012, 2013. I haven't released any of it onto the internet under my alias until now, but 2012 is when I started making music. I started making like remix music videos. They're they're um they're called YTMVs, but I don't make those anymore. I made those until 2018, but in 2013, I got FL Studio Mobile on my old iPod Touch, and you know I would just like mess around, and I didn't really I released something on I released some things on my brother's YouTube account, and you know they didn't get any attention. I I, I wasn't really looking for that but also in 2014 i started to make chiptune music and 2014 2015 some of 2016 i was just like making some of that stuff i released a couple songs again not under my alias and then 2017 2018 i wasn't really making much and then at the end of 2018 i started experimenting more with like sort of indie folk type of stuff and although it wasn't really too bad i don't know it just kind of wasn't really me and then 2019 rolled around and the the inspiration for my album for my ep rather is uh well first to start off is i had to make a scary type of like noise song for a short film that me and my friends were working on as part of the film pathway at North Balding, which is where I went to high school. And um, it ended up sounding really good. So I was like, you know, we're going to make something. We're going to make like an EP around this. So I did. And that's how long I've been making music. Nice. Um, do you think your, um, your work with like FL Studio all the way back in 2013 and 14 um has helped you be uh has helped you uh to make what you make now good do you think that practice has come into effect yeah i do think so because it just kind of like started the footsteps and like creating and it helps me learn music making programs a little bit more and how to edit things and what sounds good and what sounds wrong but yeah, I'd say FL Studio was definitely a lot of help. I've kind of simmered in like GarageBand too. Yeah, um, 
we actually we actually uh, do this show in GarageBand at the moment. So that's awesome. Yeah, you're in good company. Um, what are your long term goals for um, this project? Um, I'm not really sure yet. I just kind of like, like I said, I just want to convey raw emotion in the music form, and it's kind of hard to make something sort of like what I already made because like I'm not depressed anymore and that's kind of like what the EP revolves around and I feel like if you're truly like feeling those emotions that you're able to write more creatively right now I've just been kind of happy so I don't know I might be making something happier more upbeat in the future but you know we don't no one really knows what the future holds I do have something in the work works but uh nothing close to an album length yet basically right um are you going to try to wait to release things um when you have like multiple songs to put out or yeah i'm gonna try to take my time i'm definitely not the kind of person to want to rush things and um yeah i'm just taking my time with it if it takes until 21 2022 you know that's whatever but you can't rush these things because if you're not happy with it, then like there's no reason to release it. And I feel like if I'm rushing things, I mean, no, it's not going to be like perfect. And that's what I try to strive for is a perfect uh, musical piece. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no totally. Um, is this your like career focus? Do you want to be known as like, like Liam the musician or um I don't I'm not sure if I want to do it as a career because I know like you should do what you love and I do indeed love music more than anything but I just feel like if I if it were to be my career then I I've learned too many things and it would kind of take the fun out of making thing making music like that's the reason I don't learn music theory or anything because I feel like it takes the fun out of making, out of creating music. Like, and uh, I do want to keep going and I'll do it as like a side hobby, but nothing more than that because I want to like do something in the broadcasting or like film genre or career. I mean, right. And um, are you going to, uh, you're, you're, you're about to start your first year of college like in a few days at the time of recording. Correct, yeah. Are you going into a related field for broadcasting or film? Yeah, I'm doing mass... The, I'm choosing the mass communications major. And it... You can either do film or broadcasting, not both. I just need to narrow it down. But... Yeah. I might minor in music if things... Because I don't really have a minor right now. I might minor in music just because, like, that's a good thing to do. But right now, my major is mass comm. Nice. Um, do you feel like... Um, I should say, how do you feel... How, how did you feel after you posted your EP? Like, it was up, and now it's out for the world to see. Like, what's that feeling like? Um, it felt really good. It felt like part of me, part of me was, like, released. Like, something that was trying to get itched out of my head for a while was finally out on platforms for people to enjoy and i just wanted people to like 
feel what I felt through some pretty dark or heavy times in my life. And I feel like it's done a pretty good job of conveying that. And I'm glad that I released it because I feel like, like I said, just a part of me has been shown that most people don't like to show. Yeah. Um, if Do you have advice for anyone who's trying to like, you know, like get the, get the perfect details out of their project before they share it? Like it's like 99% done and they're not just, they're just not ready to post it yet. You really just have to take your time with things and just like, well, I, I pretty much tell like, I don't have actually, I don't actually have OCD, but it's like, you have to listen to your music over and over and over again and be so nitpicky. Like you got to really pay attention to everything, like the mastering, the mixing, all that stuff. And if you're not happy with it, if you're not happy with, if you're not fully content with what you're about to release, then I recommend you don't release it because you're going to look at it. You're going to look back on it later and be like, oh man, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. And it's just kind of like a big pile of regret if you're not completely happy with what you released. But that's why I say take your time with these kind of things because you really should. Otherwise, you're not going to be like really, really proud. Are you really, really proud of uh, what you've released so far? Um, For the most part, yeah. Like I said, I mean, you, p- opinions change on how a song should have went over time. Um, but for the most part, I feel like it's a pretty solid, like, perception, I guess, is the word. Um, there's nothing I'd really change about it. Maybe the second song could be a little bit louder, or maybe the last song could be a little quieter. But, like, at the same time, that's how, like, that's kind of like a, you know, like, metaphor for life, I guess. Things get quiet, things get loud all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, who do you um, pull from? Like, who, who do you use for, like, influence as an artist? Um, my main influences are probably the microphones is my main influence, and... They're definitely my main influence for this EP because they have the same idea of things get quiet, things get loud, all of a sudden. That theme that's like going on in my EP. Another influence of mine is probably My Bloody Valentine because I know in like Loveless and some of their other releases, near the end of their song, they get kind of repetitive. And I always thought like repetition in those songs were really really cool and like another thing another theme that falls in the uh, EP is you know repetition like I just said like things will break and things will repeat but yeah that's a common theme another influence of mine is probably Boards of Canada because Boards of Canada seems to make a um, they like to make their music feel like an experience rather than something to just sit down and listen to easily. And I really wanted my EP to be something you have to focus all of your attention towards instead of just listening to it, like driving down the road or something. But yeah, those are my main three influences for my music. Right. I'd like to call, I'd like to ask a little bit more about um, your last comment of, you know, wanting people to, focus on your work instead of just putting it on like while they're driving or while they're doing something else um do 
how do, how do I phrase it? Do you do you find it more rewarding to make something that that calls for study and examination, or do you think at the end of the day, a song's a song? Um, I feel like it's it's more rewarding to, I guess, like have more like music that has more of an emotional impact, whether it makes you sad or angry or happy. I feel like that's the best kind of music. And if you, it probably isn't a good idea to like tell your listeners to focus all of your attention towards my music because it's not something you can listen to easily. But at the same time, some of the best albums you can't just listen to easily. You have to really focus on it. And that's what I was really trying to go for. But yeah, basically music with, the most emotional impact, in my opinion, is the best kind of music, like I said. Um, is that the feedback you're getting? Like, when, when people tell you about, you know, listening to it, are you getting the reactions you thought you were going to get? Um, it's been pretty mixed. Some people are, some people just, like, say it's really loud or it's really spooky. And, like, I don't mind those comments because they're, they're right. There, it is loud and kind of spooky at some points. But some people, <laughs> some people, I really do enjoy their uh, the way they go in, into detail about how things make how the music made them feel. That always like brightens my day. Like some people were saying that like they felt like empty or like small or like they're uh, on acid or something, and that's awesome to hear because. I want them to feel things, and I know, like, um, each song has a different emotion, but, like, it's not a definite emotion. You can feel what you want. Some people can feel, like, really, like, excited or ecstatic about some song, and then they can either feel sad or, you know, it's just, like, it's really flexible, and that's what I tried to go for. Yeah. Um... So do you um, do you like have a community of musicians that you're like a part of, or are you kind of just like doing this out on your own? Um, for the most part, I'm doing this on my own. I do have friends that are mus- musicians, so like shout out to William and Marcus and uh, Liam Crittenden. They're all really cool, but none of them really have an influence on my own works because I just try to make something that I like. I don't care about if other people like it, but I try to like, I would like them to like it, but like, it's mostly for what I like. Yeah. Um, so you create art for yourself first and like an audience second, almost. Pretty much. I just want to make myself, like I said earlier, like releasing this kind of stuff is sort of like a release. Like it's a weight off my shoulders. I know it's kind of weird, but that's just like how my brain works. No, it makes but sense. I would, I would love to like show it to an audience too because I wonder if I always wonder if other people have wanted to listen to this kind of music and it's not really out there to the public yet. Yeah, um, that was my that was my next question: is why not just live like, um, you know, like the like you know Emily Dickinson and just create, 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 and just leave it on, leave it in your desk at the end of it. Um, do you um do you find yourself wanting to like sit down and market your EP to try to get it to a mass audience? Or do you kinda like it just existing and be found? 
Um, I haven't really tried to like mass market or anything. I just feel like it's going to get in the wrong hands if you don't show it to the right people. So I've kind of been, I've kind of been trying to keep it on like a down low, keep it with like friends or people that can relate to it and that would enjoy it. But I mean, if it got onto the mass market, I'd be surprised, but I'm not like going around telling them, Hey, listen to my EP. Like, that's just not something I do. I just show it to like close friends. And then I put it in my bio if people want to check it out. But like, that's it. Right. But uh, what do you mean by it falling into the wrong hands? Like, that doesn't really make sense. It's more like I wouldn't show someone who listens to like Gucci Gang all day, like my music. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. they, wouldn't, they wouldn't really resonate with it. So I just show it to like people that can relate. Right. Um, but do you feel like, uh, like if you're, if you're going, like, for lack of a better term, door to door to your listener, do you feel like you're going, there's going to be people that are going to miss the opportunity to take a part in what you're making? Um, that's kind of a hard question, but like, I don't, I don't think, like some people would this is kind of pretentious to say but i don't think some people would like it or just understand it because you have to like really i I, that's a hard question to answer i just i wouldn't be the kind of person to like show everybody it because i know some people just wouldn't like it you know yeah that's why i kind of kind of keep it on the download if that makes sense no i understand there's there's always the fear of like seeing a comment where they're like saying something about your work and not on, like not only do you feel like they're wrong but it's like they didn't pay attention to it the first time yeah and that's why i tell people to like focus all your attention towards it because i have received those negative comments and then although they don't really hurt me it's just like i don't really see the point in getting big i just want to like satisfy myself but if it does get big again then that's cool yeah um how often do you find yourself working on music um it's mainly just when the inspiration comes around because that's when i write the best so like recently i haven't been writing anything because i've just been busy 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 but like if things get dark or if things get like kind of beautiful in a sense yeah, I'll go write some music because most of the songs I've written, like, I wrote them in one or two or three days because that's when I'm the most inspired. I can just pump out work like a like a madman or something. Right. Um, how do you go about writing um, a song like Rip or I mean, really just any of your any of your EP? Because like, do you write uh, like the actual notes down or how do you go about that? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't really remember how to like play any of the songs again, because that's what I'm saying. Like where I just grabbed that inspiration. So first I get my guitar and just like kind of just like jam on it. And then like eventually I find a chord progression and be like, this sounds pretty good. And I'll just keep playing and then take like a five second break and like grab my phone and just start recording. And then I'll keep playing for probably like 10 minutes. 
and then I'll really get in the focus mode and just like get something down like that sounds perfect and if it doesn't sound perfect then I just keep keep going and going and eventually I'll take that sound file and just like cut it down to the part that sounds really good and then I'll put it in the Sony Vegas I don't use a music making software just because I've been using Sony Vegas since 2012 and I have a lot of audio presets so I put it in there and then I'm like what direction is this song gonna go so you know I'll reverse it I'll play it forward I'll add some effects to it and just like whatever sounds like the best that's the one I pick and I do most of that in one day. Some days it's taken multiple. Like the first song took probably it probably took like three or four days because it's just there's a lot, a lot of things going on in it. But then see the second song is just like a piano. I played that in Delaware and that was another thing. Like the reason I used that song was because I was in this really old house and like feelings of nostalgia were hitting you and just like all these nice old vintage things everywhere and just like peaceful, quiet, old 18th century house was just like, man, this is a perfect time to write some music. So that's the perfect time to grab some inspiration, and write something beautiful. And that's what I did in my opinion. See, that's like the, that's the thing. You can't just like buy a piano and put it in your basement and expect something great. You have to have an inspiration. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. The idea, the idea, idea of the muse is a very very real thing um yeah we've had people we've we've had several several people so far talk about on the show is this like uh that creative breath that creative like like lightning bolt um when that hits you do you do you work like at a fever pitch or is it kind of like a like a like just a constant push it's kind of like a constant push i'm just like i'm going at it and going at it until it's like until I'm exhausted or like it's complete because I know I'm not going to have that, like you said, lightning bolt again in a while because it's, you can't just have that every day, you know? So, you know, I try to keep, keep at it until it's beautiful because like, it's just, it's just hard to wake up one day and be like, yeah, let's go write music, but you're not inspired, you know? Um, and what would you say to, the people who took the idea of it's not about being inspired it's about working and if you work every day eventually you'll find something good anyways um yeah you, you probably will you'll, you'll find some good things from working every day but like again i'm not one of those people that are trying to mass produce you need to just really really take time so if you're not then if I, okay if i'm not feeling inspired i'm not going to create i know some people aren't like that but that you still there you know. can you repeat that i'm sorry you cut out i'm saying like um i'm telling my listeners that like there's not going to be a set date that things are going to be released it'll just come out when it come out comes out because you can't force yourself to be inspired and work every day I'm not trying to mass produce things. That's pretty much what I said. Right. Um, I want to. I want to go back to a comment you made early on 
early on into this interview, um, you said you were you were happy now, and because of that, you felt less uh, um, inclined to work um, on art. Um, that's just kind of a weird thing with me personally. That like, I feel like I write work better. Like I work better and grab more inspiration when I'm in a dark place, and that's probably not a good thing. And I'm not trying to encourage people to like be depressed so you can write music, but that's just how it is for me personally. But if I'm if I'm happy right now, I could write something more upbeat, but that's not something I really want to write. I want to write something that's like sort of relatable in a, uh, some other sense because there's a ton of upbeat music out there in the market. But like that's not something I personally want to write either. Yeah. Um... Uh, so you you talked also about this is the first thing you've released under, like, you know your name and under this alias, under uh, um, yeah. So um, I have. What are we gonna say? No, go ahead. Um, so in the past, I released a bunch of songs I made on FL Studio in 2013 under a alias known as Gallenbarg. It was, like, Swedish for, like, wolf or something. And it was mostly just, like... It was honestly kind of, like, dubstep music and, like, techno and that kind of stuff. And, um... The chip, the chip tune music I used to write, I released it under Finish Bro, which is, like, the name I made in 2012. Be- just because I didn't want like people to like know my real name out on the internet earlier, er- early in the early days, because I was a child, so I released it under those aliases. Um, I don't know if they're still on the internet anymore. I might have removed them. And then all these music videos that I used to make from like 2012 to 2018, they're still on YouTube, but they're for the most part unlisted, just because like I don't know, I I wasn't receiving like positive reinforcement from people but like i know that i was proud of them so i might be putting them public again i kind of just forgot about them and then i think i think that's it i also made some music last year like i said that was sort of indie folk and depressing just like this ep but i uh I kind of listed those two, just because like things keep changing and like my sound keeps changing. But I think I finally finally found something that like I'm truly content with, and I want to keep moving forward with. Yeah, um, is that what made you want to release this under your name? Is that you felt like this was like the first? This was like the 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 piece you had finally gotten to that was worth doing so. Yeah, for sure. I wanted people to know that I made it and not some random dude on the internet. That's pretty much it. Because I was I was super duper proud of it. Yeah, it's on, it's on YouTube right now. Is that going to be where it like lives and dies, or are you going to try to put it on a, on other platforms? Um, I've been thinking about putting it on Spotify because I know that like some people are kind of lazy and won't like 
go to YouTube. But if it's on Spotify, people will be more inclined to like listen to it. And uh, I know that I know that's kind of contradictory. You want to said to like not trying to get it mass produced, but like it would be nice to have it in Spotify. Just, that'd be kind of like a dream come true. Like I'm part of the scene now, you know. Yeah. Um. I mean, Scott McCloud once said, "If you make something and you sell it for a quarter, then you're a part of the industry." Um. So you know, they, according to us, at least for us over here, you are already in that world um you know what i mean yeah i just need like yeah i don't really have any like recording labels or anything but i feel like i could in the future if i keep like releasing work that'd be cool yeah i don't know it's just like a part of me like part of me like says uh, just do this for yourself and release it to your friends but another part of me just says like show this to everybody and let them know who you are and I know that's definitely showed in this interview, but like, that's just how my brain works, you know. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, do you think there's do you think there's validity? And you in, say that again. Do you think there's validity in that part of your brain that says like, take this and show everybody? Yeah, and that's um. Yeah, I feel, I feel like there is some validity in that because, like, like I said, my brain just kind of contradictory thoughts and just like i feel like that's not i keep talking about this but like that's another common theme is like things change a lot so that's what i was trying to convey was like how my brain changes a lot just like how it is right now yeah and i mean that's just growth and you know as we advance as people it'll always happen um yeah. for sure do you think there'll come a time where, I mean, and this is this is just you know hypothesizing at this point, but do you think there'll come a time where you're like, okay, either I'm doing the music thing or I'm not? I'm not really sure. For the most, I, there hasn't been a moment where I didn't like it, so I think I'll keep keep enjoying what I'm doing because I've liked music ever since I was. Just not industry, but just like I do other artistic things, like I'm a photographer and that kind of stuff. I'll think I think music will always like be in my heart, and it'll always be something I love. Yeah. Um, if you want, we'll take a quick break here, and then we can come back and talk about your work in photography. Okay. Sure.
back into the show. You you post your photography mainly on Instagram, right? Right. I don't really put it anywhere else. Right. Do you um do you plan on like um toting a website or like entering photography competitions or anything with it or what's your what's your goals with photography? So basically I haven't really thought about putting it on a website or anything or like a contest, but I might in the future. It's um it's just another one of those kind of things where I just take influence from how I feel, which is like why it's so like minimalistic. And in the future, if it keeps up and I get better at it, then if I get more attention, then sure I'll submit it to some contests and stuff. But my plans right now are just kind of like keep doing what I'm doing, just put them on Instagram for people to enjoy. Yes. So would you? So you would say that it's. You almost approach it the same way you do music, where it's, it's, it's more for yourself than anything else. Yeah, I want to like make sure I enjoy it before other people do. I try to like, you know, I try to find other people that have the similar taste, just like I do in music, and show them my photography and like. And I do have inf- I do have like some influences, like other minimalistic photographers. They're pretty cool. But for the most part, I'm just doing it for myself, like I am with music. Yeah. Um, do you think? Do you think um, someone can create stronger art if they do it for themselves first? Can you say that again? Do you think um, people can create stronger art if they do it for themselves first? Yeah, for sure. It's just another one of those things where, like, you have the full inspiration, and you can't just like. You can't just draw art just to draw it. You have, or just like, you can't make art of something if there's no inspiration. So you have to do things for yourself before you can do it for other people. And that's, it's like that for a lot of other things too. Like what, for example? Um, I don't know. It's just kind of like, it's like that saying you have to love yourself before you can love others. And it's like, you have to care for yourself before you can care for others. It's not like a selfish type of thing. It's just like life. You have to care about yourself. And you have to do that in like the art department too. Or you can't just tear yourself over. You can't tell you, you can't tear yourself apart over something that like other people don't enjoy. You have to like do it for yourself and show it to the world. Um, is this something you, you know, we hit on earlier, you have, you know, you, you have like, uh, your friends who are artists, is this something that you bring to them a lot? Like, Hey, do it for you instead of something else. Yeah, I actually, uh, I'm not going to say any names, but like, I know there's some people that are just trying to get things like get their content out and about and. I'm not sure if they're really, really, really proud of it or if they're just, like, trying to rush things. And I haven't explicitly told them that they're not doing a good job or anything, but I told them that they should be doing these things for themselves. Yeah, pretty much. Um, do you think you can tell when you, when you like, 
when you're like partaking in someone's art, whether it be music or photography or novel writing or a movie, do you think you can tell if they were creating, for lack of a better term, selfishly or not? If they were creating things selfishly? Yeah. Um, could you elaborate what like selfish, like selfish art means? Um, you're um, so like creating for themselves first. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, honestly, yeah. You should be like doing art for your soul. Do it. Do it to make you happy. Do it as a form of expression. Um. And yeah, I just hope other people can enjoy it. That's pretty much the gist of it. Do you, no? Do you think you can tell, like, when you're like, if you're like watching a movie, do you think you can tell if that was made for like personal gain, or if it was made for like a personal experience, or if it was made just to be content to share? Um. Yeah, I can. I can sort of tell what's which is which. I guess. Um, it's like a lot of, uh, it's, it's kind of like how a lot of mainstream things are just done for the general populace, just for personal gain, for like money and all that. But I feel like you people shouldn't be doing it for that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and do you, do you think, um, like, you know, let's say someone's creating for themselves and, and then, um, like we've been talking about, and then, you know, someone finds what they're doing on the internet and it takes off and it blows up and they're very successful. Do you think they're still able to create the same way or do you think it'll always affect it? Some people, it does affect them. Some people, it doesn't. I feel like the people who don't let it affect them are the better artists because they have that ability to like keep their focus on what they're happy instead of what makes other people happy. So that's why like I try not to care about likes or anything, like views or anything. Just care about what I like, you know. I feel like everyone should be like that, but they're not and that's okay. But yeah. Yeah. Um do you so by by working in two art forms, you know, photography and music, do does one influence the other or are they kind of like their own thing? I feel like they kind of work on each other. Like you could you could take some like photography and attach it to you know, like a certain song or whatever. But yeah, they definitely do work hand in hand. I feel like there's a lot of Again, like emotions conveyed from each photo and each song that could, you know, be similar or equal, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Um, I, I know I asked this question before, but I kind of like to round off with it uh, for the show. Um, ideally, you know, this this will be listened to by other, you know, independent artists other other people who are just starting out what would yeah. be like your sage advice for them if you could if you could say anything to them 
Well, my advice would just be like, like, whatever your goals is, just do whatever makes you feel the best, whatever makes you feel content. And whether that be making something that won't be liked by anybody or making something that will be liked by everybody, it you just don't give up. Like, that's obviously something a lot of people say a lot, but just really don't. Just, like, keep working at it. And, yeah, just don't be afraid to show people who you really are. And that's pretty much it. Do you feel content right now? Yeah, I feel I feel very content. Like I said earlier, it's kind of like a weight off my shoulders um, that I can show people what I made. I feel like a lot of artists feel that same thing, but aren't very vocal about it. Yeah. Do you want to plug your social medias before we head out? Yeah. Um, so my Instagram is Lamb Buttons. So it's L-A-M-B and then Buttons, like B-U-T-T-O-N-S. Um, my Twitter's my Twitter's just kind of like a meme account. It's Liam Buttons, which is L-I-A-M-B-U-T-N-S. And then um, my band camp is Liam Burns, which is just my name. My YouTube is also just Liam Burns. It's just my name. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all the social media. Awesome, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. uh, uh, Being open and honest. um, Just for a little bit of background, we talked about it. We've talked about it off air, but your your EP release is one of the main reasons that this project is being worked on now. So I'm very, very grateful that happened. Yeah. Um, You're doing a very awesome thing by showing these people, like the smaller artists. And I wish there were like more people that could do that because everyone deserves their attention. Thank you. I really, I really do think, yeah, it's, it's, first it was a sad thing that we're all ta- we're all out here tagging independent artists or you know poet or you know writer painter uh musician and then we go on about our day and, and don't do anything about it um and it's like there's it's such it's so easy to find these great people uh why aren't we doing it um but yeah thank you for coming on and yeah, thank um, you for having me. yeah and if you if when your next thing comes out please come back and we'll we'll dissect it too all right cool. i will Thanks for coming by and listening to my interview with Liam. I wasn't kidding when I said that without his EP, this show probably never would have happened. So I'm really glad that he was able to come on. Uh, Next week, I'm sitting down with Robert Livingston and Mike Stevens to discuss their new comic, Bite. So be sure to follow the show over at The Little Guys 3 on Twitter and wherever it is you listen to podcasts. See you next week.